Coming up on the Always 100 Podcast, Week 4, the biggest grudge match in the history of the National Football League. That show is coming up next. Welcome into the show. It's Friday, October 1st, and yes, it is October, you guys, so happy Halloween month. Uh, the, the, the weather's getting a little bit chillier on the East Coast, and fall is in the air, and that means a lot of more important football is in full swing, and playoff baseball starts next Tuesday night uh, for the American League wildcard game on FS1, so this is going to be an amazing month of sports. And this is going to be an amazing show, but before I get started, a couple updates on the show. Uh, Life has been very hectic for me uh, recently, Uh, so um, the four-panel group of my mom and my two uncles and me, uh, that format for right now is going to be put on hold. Um, I think it's just better for me to just get the show out to everybody. Uh, It's just going to be me for a while until I figure out my work uh, situation and you know, all the leagues that I'm doing and everything like that. But fear not, you will still, I will still have guests on the show. There will be most definitely, uh, there will, will be, there will be most definitely other people on the show other than me. There will be uh, rotating contributors, maybe one, maybe two people. It just depends on what type of week it is. But uh, that's all getting worked out, and that'll be for um, a couple weeks down the line, but we're going to try a couple solo shows here, see how you guys like them on Anchor FM and on Instagram and things of that nature, and uh, we'll go from there as far as the feedback is concerned. Uh, another update would be that the uh, next couple shows, uh, I will have a baseball playoff preview show. Uh, it might be Tuesday, it might be Monday night, I, I'm not sure because I want to get my baseball uh, wild card picks out because uh, we all know that I'm a big baseball fan. I, I, I love the sport of Major League Baseball, even though it has a lot of problems, and I love the sport of baseball, period. So we're just going to see uh, how that goes, and uh, hope you guys like that too uh, because we have a lot of really big and important uh Games coming up this weekend, and I think the American League and National League wildcard games are going to be absolutely phenomenal. So look out for that, and also look out for uh, the reaction show every single Tuesday, or in this case Wednesday, because I was a little preoccupied uh, last Tuesday with uh, some personal business going on. Uh, but you should guys should check that out. And all these shows can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, or wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. So please like, subscribe, and listen. I greatly, greatly appreciate it as we steamroll toward episode number 100 of the Always 100 Podcast. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's get into 
this deal here. It's just me. Uh, normally with the panel, we have five games. But you know what? For me, I'm going to do something different. It might be a shorter-ish show. Uh, it might be a long show. But we are going to talk about uh, a lot of the slate of games. Just, just games that really interest me. Uh, so it might be half the slate. It might be the entire slate. Uh, it might be a couple games. You never know. But that will also have a best bet of the week this week. Um, so we will. I will tell you what that is. Also, give my thoughts at the end of the show. Uh, Maryland number five, number five Iowa and Maryland tonight at eight Eastern on FS1. Uh, this is one of the biggest games for Maryland in a couple of years, uh, and uh, they're getting three points at home. So I'll give you my thoughts on that game coming up after my picks at the end of the show. Okay, let's start off with yesterday's game, Thursday Night Football. Look, I uh, watched it with a buddy of mine. Hey, it was, it was an okay game. Not not a real not, – not, 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 not really all that impressed by either of these teams. I really like Trevor Lawrence. I do. I do. I, I do like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Give the guy an, off, get, got an offensive line. Uh, he had DJ Chark and Marvin Jones Jr. and Chenault, who made a spectacular catch. Uh, during the game, I like James Robinson a lot. Uh, Jacksonville's just not ready yet. They got to get a better offensive line, give this guy some protection, and really focus on that defense. But uh, they they played a very good game in the first half. But give Joe Burrow credit, another guy I'm very high on. Two more touchdowns, three forty eight last night. Okay, Jamar Chase and him are gonna are, are gonna wreak havoc for years to come because Jamar Chase. Now I don't know if the guy got like LASIK a couple days before the season, but the guy but the guy is not dropping anything now. The guy's catching everything. Cause he couldn't catch it all in the preseason. Not even a little bit. So uh very happy for him and what he's doing. And I think both these teams are going to be on the rise and hey man, get give the give the Cincinnati Bengals their credit. They are three and one to start the season. So that, that that's a very that's a very nice thing for the folks in Cincinnati. We'll see how long they can last. I I, I still don't trust Cincinnati because the schedule is going to get harder at some point. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, they're doing a pretty good job to start the year. And Jacksonville has lost 19 consecutive games, and hopefully soon they will get off the schneid and win a couple football games this season. All right, let, let's start. Let, let, let's look at some of these. Uh, let's look at some of these Sunday games. I, I'm going to start in Dallas here, uh, Carolina and Dallas. I think the line is Cowboys minus four and a half at last check. Uh, we'll get this up right now. My apologies. We'll get this up. Yep, Cowboys are favored by four and a half. The total is 52. Um, a couple thoughts on this game. I really like what the Cowboys are doing defensively. That's the that's the big thing with with this team. As far as I'm concerned, if you're telling me that the Dallas Cowboys can play defense, the offense will be just fine. Okay, Dak Prescott threw three more touchdowns, didn't throw one single interception Monday night. Okay, Dalton Schultz had two touchdowns, so you add him to the mix. Cedric had a touchdown pass, touchdown catch on a fourth and goal. Okay, Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. The Cowboys averaged 5.8 yards a carry Monday night. Okay, so they, they can do a lot offensively. If they stay even remotely healthy, 
they'll have a chance to do something. But the problem is, I, I think the Cowboys will run into later down the line. It's a matchup thing in the playoffs because they're going to win the NFC East. The NFC East is absolutely horrible. And I'm sorry, the, the, Washington, who we'll get to next, okay, their defense is not very good. I don't know what's going on with that defense, but they got to get it together. They gave up 43 points last week. They gave, a 30, they gave up 29 points to Daniel Jones and probably should have lost. So the division's not very good, but the Cowboys are doing what they're supposed to do. Now the problem I have with with Carolina this week is you don't you don't have JC you don't have Christian McCaffrey with a hamstring JC Horn might be out for the season because he broke his foot multiple bones in the foot so that's not great either okay I'm gonna pick Dallas to win this game uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Dallas wins 27 to 20 it'll be a close game Cowboys run the ball a little bit. Dak Prescott makes enough plays to get the job done. Cowboys win 27-20 and win their third straight game and go to 3-1 on the season. Another 1 o'clock game I'm interested in. The Kansas City Chiefs in Philly against the Philadelphia Eagles. The last place Chiefs, I mind you. Mind you. Look, uh... The the Chiefs better be glad they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. That's what I, they should just be honest about that. The Eagles are not very good. I think Jalen I think Jalen Hurts will be okay. He'll be a really good quarterback down the line, but he doesn't really have the skill position players. Still holds on to the ball too long, kind of runs himself into sacks. So he he's he's got to improve more, learn more a little bit, and uh, get a little bit better. But um, Kansas City better the Kansas City defense better be glad they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Because um, I'm just gonna look at some of these defensive ranks per game. Let, let me just let me just pull these up real quick, and let me just tell you guys here per game per game defensive ranks. The Chiefs are 31st in yards allowed. They're 23rd against the pass. They're they're dead. They're second to last against the run. They're out. They're giving up 31. Point seven points a game, and they're 20th on third down. The defense stinks. They stink. Okay? That's their issue. It's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not Tyreek. It's not Travis Kelsey. They can't run the ball worth a damn either. That's probably not great either. They, they, probably, they probably need to run the ball a little bit better. Get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to, you know, prove why he was a first-round pick. That might be a good idea. But this defense stinks. It's just sorry. It just is what it is. They gotta get better. Okay? So now so so considering the fact that they gotta get better, they play the Philadelphia Eagles, they'll get right. They're favored by seven. I'll pick the Chiefs to win because I don't like the Philadelphia Eagles offensively. I'm not sure what's going on with Miles Sanders. I, I, I'm not sure they can't they can't keep anybody healthy, so the offensive line isn't very good either because they can't because all their offensive linemen keep getting hurt. Okay, I only like Devontae Smith as a wide receiver. I don't know what the hell's going on with Zach Ertz. Is he is he alive? Does he play for them? I don't know what's going. on. Somebody in Philadelphia is telling me what the hell's going on with him. Because I could I know he's a better player than this. I know that. 
So we, I got a whole bunch of problems with Philadelphia. This is a get-right game for Kansas City. They went by ten, they they went by fifteen points, Chiefs over Philadelphia. But I don't trust that defense at all. The defense is horrible. Seriously. Another game I like. Um, another game I find interesting: the Cleveland Browns in Minnesota as a two-point favorite against the Vikings. The Vikings had a very nice win last Sunday against the Seahawks, who we will get to very shortly when we get to some of the 4 o'clock ball games that I am interested in. But look, uh, the Philadelphia uh, – not the Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry about that. Uh, what was I saying? The Cleveland Browns – the Minnesota Vikings. Sorry. Sorry about that. <clears throat> I start that over. Cleveland's a two-point favorite in Minnesota against the Vikings. The Vikings had – a very, very nice win against the Seattle Seahawks. They scored 30 points. Kirk Cousins threw three touchdowns. He was running around Minnesota without a shoe on. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy was having a good old time out there, apparently. So, good job by you, Kirk Cousins, getting the job done. So, that was, that was a nice win. Justin Jeff, uh, by the way, Justin Jefferson is going to be a problem. That, that, that dude is phenomenal. Seriously. He, he, he's a really good receiver. Um, I, he 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 and C.D. Lamb are the two best receivers in that group, uh, if you ask me. So, uh, Justin Jefferson is going to cause the Cleveland secondary nightmares. Not sure if Dalvin Cook's going to play, which isn't great either. Uh, so I I don't I don't know about that. Okay, uh, I I. I, I'm gonna go with the Browns. I'm, I'm gonna just see some of these defensive, some of these rankings here. Uh, I mean the Vikings are fourth. I mean the seventh in passing. They're fourth in total yards offensively. They're sixth best again in rushing the football. Okay, so that's that's pretty good. Now now here now here's the, now here's the problem. Defensively, the Vikings are really good on third down, allowing only 29 percent of third downs to be converted. I like that. I don't like the 29th, the 29th in total yards, the 27th against the pass, and the 20th in points, and and against the run. I don't like that. This game's going to be close, I think. Uh, I, I'll take Cleveland because they have a better roster. I'll take Cleveland getting it done. Cleveland wins uh, probably about by three or four. It'll come down to a field goal the last two minutes, I think. Cleveland wins in Minnesota, goes to three and one on the season. Last two, I got two more one o'clock games I'm interested in: Washington and the Atlanta Falcons. Quinn, why would you be interested in the Atlanta Falcons against the Washington Football Team? Well, I'm not interested because they're both these none of the, both these teams are good. Um, Atlanta still has no defense. I know because look, they gave up 14 points. They played the Giants. The Giants are horrible. I just, you know, it just is what it is. They're not very good. I, I can't, they can't nothing I do for you on that. Um, Washington's defense has has been un, unimpressive. I, I I just don't I just don't know what's going on there. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just looking at this. You know, it's just look. I mean, 
Washington's 30th in total yards, the th- third worst in yards. They're 28th against the pass. They're 29th in points allowed. I mean, they're they're, they're allowing they're allowing a almost a league worst 59 percent on third down. I mean, that is just that is just horrible. 59 percent on third down. 31st in the league defensively. I mean, that's really bad. I'm just saying. I'm saying that's bad. Okay, so they they, they got to figure this out. Okay, the the, the 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 Falcons are getting one and a half at home. Um, I I just don't see. For, for and to make to make matters worse, I'm not sure about Taylor Heineke because he went up against Buffalo and was okay. It was alright. He's I he's alright. You know what I'm saying, but I I like Gibson better. I, I I just this one's hard. I I think Atlanta wins by a field goal, so I'll go with the Falcons on this game. And finally, the last one o'clock game I'm interested in, um, the Bears and the Detroit Lions. And no, this is another really awful game as far as entertainment is concerned but but I, I I'm really I'm really out on Matt Nagy I'm not sure I'm not sure what this guy is doing with Justin Fields by the way it's 12 30 p it's about to be 12 30 p.m on Friday Friday evening Friday afternoon in the DC area and we still don't know what the damn Bears quarterback is Sunday I, we do do are we gonna find that information out anytime soon are, are we I I need to know that we, we we need to know that if you're bet, if you're betting on the game, which I, I would stay away from this game. By the way, I stay away from Atlanta Washington too while while I'm at it. Um, look, I, I'm just this is this is just tough because the Bears defense is elite. Still, they they still have a really really good defense, but they're tired because they because offensively they can't move the ball at all. They just can't. So, I think Justin Fields will be okay, but but some of the some of the media reaction to this is kind of interesting because I'm not sure if a rookie has ever demanded a trade before. Um, I'm not sure if I go that far, but to be fair, if Justin Fields is going to get treated like this, when he's probably better than both Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, like. He probably should because, honestly, they're probably a couple better teams with at least a better offensive line, maybe comparable skill position players that he can go to. I don't know. Maybe the New York Giants. Maybe the Giants. I don't know. Maybe the Atlanta Falcons if Matt Ryan wants to hang it up after this year. Maybe the Atlanta Falcons will work. He's from down there. We'll see. But, uh. I, I I'm gonna go if I was gonna bet this game I go under the total and heck I might pick the Lions because the Lions uh, are a cursed franchise if you ask me I mean they lose on a 66 yard field goal that like doinked and went over the crossbar instead of back onto the field so uh it, it, it's it's a lot of it, it's a pretty big problem for um the for for the uh. 
Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears, both teams that are not very impressive at all. Detroit is not going to be a very good team, but they might be able to pull this one out and get uh, Dan Campbell's first win as a Lions head coach. And I might be leaning toward picking the Detroit Lions in this game. You guys will have to find out in a few minutes. All right, that's my 1 o'clock game slate, the games I'm interested in. We're going to take a break right now, come back and do the late games and the Sunday night game, which is simply put, the biggest grudge match in the history of football. My thoughts on Bucks, Patriots, and the other late games coming up next on the Always 100 Podcast. Thanks for listening, folks. Welcome back to the Always 100 Podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. Find the show at Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, and Spotify for absolutely free under the name Always, space the number 100, space podcast. Like, subscribe, and give it a give it a rating. See if you guys, I, I, I want to see how you guys like the show as we steamroll on episode 84 of the Always 100 podcast toward number 100 in a few weeks. So thank y'all very much for joining me on this show and this journey. I very, very much appreciate it. So before I left you guys for a couple seconds, uh, I was talking about my early games that I'm really interested in, gave my thoughts on a couple of these games. The most interesting, the two most interesting games that I care to see are actually the Carolina Panthers and the Cowboys. I think that's the best, uh, well, one of the best one o'clock games of the slate this week uh and it actually you know what it is the best even with even with the injuries i think it is the best and uh the other one is going to be kansas city and the philadelphia eagles and the reason why is because well i just need to see if kansas city's defense is so it is it is is anywhere near as horrific as it's been the first three weeks um even against the Philadelphia Eagles, they might be on upset alert. So we got to see what happens with that. So those are my two games I'm really most interested in this weekend in the 1 o'clock slate. So let's get to the 4 o'clock slate. The 4 o'clock slate and the late game. So, look, the 4 o'clock slate, the only game I'm not really interested in is is Pittsburgh and Green Bay. And I'll tell you why. Because the, the Pittsburgh offense is horrible. Big Bennett. It looks like he's 39 years old. They can't protect him. He can't move. They can't run block. They can't pass block. So what the hell good are the Pittsburgh Steelers? They can't They can't pass block or run block. I like Najee Harris a lot. I like Claypool. That fire moves guy from Penn State, he's a decent tight end. I like him. He's going to be good in the future. Deontay Johnson, I hope his knee is okay. I think, he's, I think he was practicing this week, so maybe he'll play. Uh, coming up this week in Green Bay. Um, but really, for me, uh, this game's not interesting to me. Uh, I, I, st- I still don't trust the Green Bay defense, but excuse me, if you got if you can't pass block or run block because you have a terrible offensive line, you should have an easier day because you have a stationary target back there. And Aaron Rodgers, okay, you know, uh, we'll see when they play some actual decent competition. The 49ers just gave that game away. I mean, seriously, it was just—it was embarrassing to watch. Truthfully, to be told, there was one person in the world you needed to cover, and you didn't cover him. It's just—it's just embarrassing, honestly. So the 49ers deserved to lose if they couldn't cover uh, Devontae Adams. Green Bay 
comes up with a very nice win on Sunday Night Football last week. They'll make it two in a row against the Pittsburgh Steelers because the because def- the offense is just not very good. Now to the games I am interested in: Rams, C- Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, Niners, and Bal- uh, and Baltimore, Tampa Bay. Those three games I am interested in. A couple sentences on both before we get to. Uh, the Sunday night game and the Monday night game because I think the entire late slate I'm really interested in. So a couple sentences on the 4 o'clock games really quick before I save Patriots Bucks for last. First uh, first on the Cardinals and the Rams. The Rams had the best defensive football. Matthew Stafford has been absolutely sensational for the Rams. He's j- he w- so, Folks, he's just been phenomenal. There's, not, there's nothing you can say about him. 348 and four TDs last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who who we'll get to in a second. That pass defense is not very good. So uh, we're going to have to figure that out uh, in Tampa Bay, but we'll talk about them in just a minute. The Rams' defense is very good. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best corners in football. Aaron Donald is simply put an all-time great. That front four, they get after you, and they knock your head off. Okay? I, I, I really like... What the Rams are doing. Sean McVay, okay, he's a nice offensive coach, but really the biggest surprise for me, they can't run the ball worth a damn, so they throw the ball to Cooper Cup a lot. They should probably keep doing that. The Rams should probably keep throwing the ball to him. So it's a white guy that wears 10 and has Cup on the back. Throw it to him. He, he's really good. That, that, that That's a good idea. So I think if they keep doing that, they're going to win this game because they are at home. They are laying three and a half against the Cardinals, who I do like. But then again, the Cardinals did start six and three last year. DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray are still wreaking havoc. Kyler Murray, really, really good player, worthy of the number one overall pick, miniature in size, but has a lot of heart, can make a lot of plays. Okay, not scared of the moment. I like that. I'm not sure about the Cardinal defense. Not sure about that. I'm not sure if they can run the ball very well. And I don't like their coach in this scenario. I'm picking the Rams to beat Arizona this Sunday in SoFi. Rams go to 4-0. Seattle and San Fran. I got big problems with Seattle. I got big problems. Russell Wilson, I don't have no problem with him. I I don't have any issue with him. Okay. I have big issues with their defense. Big, big issues. Okay? Look, the Seattle defense per game, they're, they're dead last of yards allowed. They're 30th against the run. They're 21st in points. They're 26th against the – I mean, they're just, they're just a bad defense. They're just bad. They, they, they've been bad for years. They've been bad for two years straight. Figure it out, Seattle. Figure it out. I don't get this. You got Jamal Adams. You got you got people that are actually really good players, but when but, but the unit is horrific. You're di- you're giving up 462 yards a game. I mean, come on. And Pete Carroll, your de- your signature is defense. You're 30th against the run. You should be happy that the only good news is you should be happy. The only good news is the San Francisco 49ers don't don't have enough running backs to exploit the defense. I'm not even sure who the damn running back is, honestly. Is it, is it Hughes check? Is it Trey Sermon? Hell, is it Brandon Ayuk? I don't know what. I don't know who the damn running back is. 
I mean, that, that's 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 the, the 49ers' problem. They didn't lost everybody in the first two weeks of the season. Okay, I, I'm I, look. I, I'm not sold on Jimmy G. The San Fran fans want Trey Lance. Okay, the energy in that place when Trey Lance got in there and that crowd, that crowd was really, really into it. Sunday night, they love this dude. They think this dude's going to be a star, and I do too, personally. I think he should have been starting over Jimmy G anyway. Okay, the first play comes in there, touchdown. Reed Opson, touchdown, the place goes crazy. So, I, I and again, I, well, and also, I don't really trust Shanahan that much, but it's not the Super Bowl or another big game. So, I think with that being said, the line here is, let me see, it's, I think it's San Fran by three. Yep, San Fran minus three. I will lay it, I think. I will lay it with the 49ers because that the Seattle defense is just not very good. I and I, I, I don't and I, I there's there's something missing in Seattle. I think this might be the year, the the off year where, where Russell Wilson is phenomenal, but the, the team is just really um lackluster around him not not dk metcalf not tyler lockett the carson's really good but if they can't stop anybody they're not going to really go anywhere they're like a more a lesser version of kansas city in my opinion uh i'm gonna take san fran in this game i think both i think russell russell wilson has never had a three-game losing streak in his life in the nfl uh sunday night sunday afternoon will be his first time experiencing a three-game losing streak in my opinion. Baltimore and Denver to round out the late games uh, on Sunday. Look, this game is tough. Both teams are really good defenses. Well, actually, what's left of the Ravens' defense anyway. Um, the Broncos have beaten the Jets, the Giants, and uh, the Jets, the Jets, Giants, and who, who else? Who else have they beat? Oh, man, I'm... I'm I'm miss I'm missing who they beat. I'm sorry. I, I can't think of who the the uh, third team the Broncos beat was. Oh, Jaguars. Sorry, they beat the Jaguars. Um, the Ravens beat KC and narrowly escaped Detroit with a win they probably shouldn't have had. If I'm basing this on track record, I'm probably gonna hang in with the Baltimore Ravens uh, in this game because I just trust John Harbaugh over Fangio. Uh, in this spot, they're only laying the 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 Ravens are laying one point. Uh, I'd take I'll lay the one with Baltimore and uh, rock out with them. But the Bronco defense is very very impressive to me. Von Miller is still wreaking havoc. Baltimore is just a prideful organization. They can run the ball a little bit because they lost everybody. They can run the ball a little bit. I don't trust Hollywood Brown a whole lot. So the game's probably going to be under the total. At 44 and a half, I could see 23 to 20 Ravens win on a last second field goal like they did last week because uh, Justin Tucker has simply put the best kicker in football right now and one of the greatest to ever do it. So uh, if it gets close, uh, I'm not going to trust Vic Fangio over John Harbaugh and Justin Tucker laying to one point with the, with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. They win by a field goal at the buzzer, and the game goes under the total. 
All right, that takes me to Monday Night Football in Vegas. And I, and on a side note, I, re, I do have to say, these Monday Night games and these primetime games so far have been terrific. I I, I have to admit, they, they have been truly entertaining. The first Monday Night game, you had you had uh, Baltimore and the, and the Raiders in Vegas, an amazing amazing ending, uh, really really cool game. Uh, last Monday night, you know that that was a blowout, but the Sunday night game was great. The Thursday night games have actually been very very impressive and very entertaining to watch. Um, I thought you know a couple of those games were just going to be snooze fests, and they weren't. Um, uh, the la- uh, two weeks ago, ball, uh, uh, Washington and the Giants was a very, very entertaining ball game. Came down to the final kick, and the game last night came down to the final kick. And really, the Sunday night, uh, the the Sunday night games have very been, other than the Rams and the uh, Bears, uh, the first week have been very, very good. And so have the Monday night game. So uh, NFL has done a pretty good job scheduling some of these games. I have to, I have to give them their due. With that being said. Uh, as far as this game is concerned, these two teams are going to light it up. This game's going over the total. That's just a long – this game's going over the total. I trust neither team's defense. Derek Carr has been absolutely phenomenal to start the season, and so has um, so has Justin Herbert, who I wasn't really high on last year like a lot of people. I thought Tua was better. Uh, Justin Herbert has proven a lot of people wrong. Unfortunately, he still does play for the Chargers which means the game's in L.A., which means it's a, it's it's the opposing team home game. This is going to be – this is a glorified Raiders home game in Southern California. The place is going to be littered with silver and black. It's just going to – it's just going to be littered with it. I mean, don't, I feel bad for Chargers and Chargers fans because if they were in San Diego, they would actually have a damn home field advantage because Qualcomm actually had a damn home field advantage for a change. Um, but this game's going over the total. I think both these team, both these QBs throw for at least three touchdowns, maybe four. I mean, Herbert threw for four touchdowns against the Chiefs defense. I think you can do the same thing against the Raider defense and Derek Carr. He leads the league in passing yards. The guy's been the guy's been sensational so far. He he's got uh he's got twelve hundred and three yards passing and six touchdowns already QB rating of 101.4 Justin Herbert has six touchdowns three picks 956 yards passing quarterback rating 97 yards so Dottie's 97.9 sorry um look offensively you know the Raiders are first in passing first in rushing they're 20 first in passing first in yards Okay, they're eighth on third down, and they're tied for sixth in points. I mean, look, the Chargers are second and third down, fourth in passing, tied for tenth in yard. I mean, this this is going to be over the total. Both these offenses are going to be very good, and I and I'm honestly very much looking forward to sitting down Monday night, turning on ESPN, and watching this game. It's going to be a very very interesting game, and West Coast football has stolen the show the first month of the year. Okay, that's enough of that. This is a this, this is the part where everybody cared. If anyone cared to listen to this show this week, and I really hope you do, like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor FM. 
Sunday night is going to be, simply put, the biggest grudge match in the history of the National Football League, and let me tell you why. Tom Brady, for those who don't know me, for those who don't know how I became a Patriots fan when I was a little boy, um, my favorite athlete of all time is Tom Brady. Loved his story. He was a six-round pick. He was overlooked. Had all the ta- had, had the talent, but people didn't want to give him a chance. He was overlooked a lot. He was a six-round pick. Everybody knows the story. All right, N- number pick number one ninety-nine. Couldn't start at Michigan. The whole thing. I just vibed with him. He was just a guy that I aspired to look up to. You know, in the early to mid two thousands. I mean, you know, the quarterbacks you you liked. I mean, you had Tom. You had Peyton. You had Michael Vick. I mean, you, you had. You had uh, Donovan McNabb in Philly. You had Tony Romo down in Dallas and Bledsoe before him. So, a big Ben in Pittsburgh. So, I grew up a lot with these guys. Tom is just uh, – Tom has just been my guy for years. And then, by association, I became a Patriots fan, and it's a whole big thing. My, my favorite team ever for the Patriots was the 07 Pats, and I know we lost – to the New York Giants 17-14 in the Super Bowl, but that team was um that 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 was my favorite sports team I think I've ever followed as a fan. And I'm an impassioned fan. Like I you you guys may not like the teams that I root for, but the fans I if I rock with a fan base, I'm a loyal fan. Like I'm there when they lose, I'm there when they win. I'm not a Bucks fan. I, I I'm not. But I I am rooting for Tom Brady like he's my own this weekend, this Sunday night. I rooted for the Patriots. I still hang in there. I still really like Mac Jones a lot. The emotions decide the bottom line is the the, the Patriots offense is really, really not good. I mean, they're very unimpressive to me, seriously. You know, I understand I understand the Buccaneers are second to last against the pass. That would worry me if the Patriots' number one and number two receivers weren't Kendrick Bourne and Nelson, Nelson Aguilar. That would concern me if Hunter Henry could ever stay healthy. That would concern me if James White didn't have the didn't get suffer the two a hip injury last week against the Saints, that would concern me. If I knew why Mac Jones wasn't able to throw the ball down the field or wasn't being able to call plays to throw him down the field, it wouldn't it would it would concern me a little bit more if the reports didn't come out that I didn't see that Malcolm Butler got benched. Because he had a fight with Matt Patricia. I mean, Jesus, what is that? Seriously? Matt Patricia. So, so you mean to tell me that Matt that that Matt Patricia and Malcolm Butler had a verbal altercation the day or a couple days before the Super Bowl? And you and you, Bill Belichick, who was the most maniacal person that I know about winning he wants to win at everything he will take shortcuts he even got caught for spygate 
because he wanted to win so badly, okay? Right? This dude, knowing that the guy is your best defensive player, you benched him for the Super Bowl. By the way, a Super Bowl where your quarterback threw for 500 yards. And your sorry, pathetic defense that night needed one stop. I mean, maybe put Malcolm Butler in to cover Zach Gertz on a fourth and three. How about that? With, with, with two and a half minutes to go on a fourth down, you know what? Hey, maybe cover 86 in green. He might get the ball. I mean, damn it, this is just, this is just, everything is leading up to a Bucks blowout. Okay? And we're just talking about time. I didn't mention Rob Gronkowski, who won three Super Bowls with the Patriots and is my second favorite player in the league. I didn't mention Antonio Brown, who had COVID-19. We hope Antonio's doing okay. He's been activated for this game. He was a former Patriot. Everything here is just leading to Tom Brady scoring. I, I look. I think it's going to be forty-five. Four. I think it might be. The, the Bucks are going to win. The Bucks are going to win. I don't really care because the Patriots' offense won't score about more than twenty points anyway. Because they're just not very good offensively. They can't run the ball because the Bucks still have the a top five run defense. And so let me pull up those stats real quick per game. Um, look. defensively, um, passing per game, 338 yards passing per game. They're dead last, the Bucs are, against the pass. They're fourth in rushing, so I don't think the Patriots are going to run the ball. And they're 28th in points allowed. That's not great, but here are the Patriots' offensive ranks. 22nd in yards, 21st in passing. 24th in rushing. They're only scoring 18 points a game. I, I it, this just this just looks like a blow. I I'm gonna say the Patriots the, the Patriots lose 45 to 20. Tom Brady is gonna come in there get a hero's welcome. He is gonna get he the peep. There will be no booing. There will be no booing. There will be. A sizable amount of Buccaneers fans. But really, a lot of people, I think about 65, 70% of that stadium is going to have their Brady jerseys, whether it be the Super Bowl jerseys, whether it be the dark blue jerseys, like the dark blue jerseys that I'll be wearing Sunday night. This is the most emotional game for me because, I mean, Bill Belichick and Brady, I grew up with them. I, I don't like this. But I'm pro player, man. I'm an athlete. I'm pro player all the time. So the way he treated that man after him winning, winning you all this, all these games, after taking pay cuts and you not giving them the requisite tools for him to get the job done. Okay, it, it, it I, I honestly. I, I might I, after this game. I might want to change my team. I really do, because Tom was one of the only reasons why I was really a Patriot fan. So it just hurts talking about it because you know if if.
Belichick had done him better, maybe not left the cover so bare, maybe giving him a couple of offensive linemen, maybe giving him a running game, you know, yeah, because the nineteen pads weren't very good, and I was amazed they even won twelve games with the with the horrific offense that they had. To be quite perfectly honest with you, but if you wasn't trying to, you know, play funny money with them and just show them that he wanted them there, uh, maybe this would have been different. But um, I got the Bucks in a blowout, like 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 a big time blowout, forty five to ten, uh, 40, 45 to twenty. Uh, Bucks win. They go to three and one, and the Patriots, uh, the Patriots, mess around and go to one and three on the season, and um, it, it's going to start to get really ugly um, in in, uh, in 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 Patriot Land. So, those are my thoughts on that. I know you guys were really interested in hearing that. I, I got the Bucks in a blowout. Uh, Tom Tom's going to throw for four touchdowns, break the record, break the passing yards record. Uh, on Sunday Night Football, probably his first or second drive in the game, he'll throw. He'll 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 get the record-breaking pass. I think probably to Gronk or Antonio Brown, one of the two uh, will get the record-breaking pass. I would love it if it was a touchdown, but uh, Tom's gonna check off all the boxes. And once all that all the fanfare is done, once he once they stop the game and he gets a hero's welcome and a uh, a big ovation for that. He'll get back to playing football because the Patriots are an inferior team, and uh, I'm laying the seven points. That's my that's my yeah that that's my thoughts on that. All right, let me take a quick break. Let me give you my best bet of the week. Pick the full slate and give you my thoughts on Maryland and Iowa. All that as we end the show. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Always 100 Podcast. Thank you very much again for joining us, about joining me on the show tonight. So uh, we're going to end the show real quick, pick the entire slate. I will uh, pick the slate by myself. Uh, the rest of the panelists and contributors will send their, send them, send me their picks this weekend. Uh, if you haven't, if uh, at the end of the show, I'll tell you about some of the updates that uh, we were uh, – that, that, me and the panelists talked about off air and uh if you guys didn't hear it at first i will give you those updates at the end of the show after uh we pick the slate right now and talk about five five iowa at maryland friday night football on fs1 so uh those are the last two things we need to do tonight so let's go pick the slate uh jacksonville and cincinnati cincinnati did not cover but they did win so i get that first win uh, this week, let's go Washington and Atlanta. I'm going to pick Atlanta plus one and a half. Atlanta wins by a field goal. Um, not trusting Heineke and don't trust that defense. The defense has been very, very unimpressive for the Washington professional football franchise. Not very impressed by them. Give me the Falcons. Next game, Buffalo. One, I'm one guy out of Buffalo. The Texans stink. Uh, 17 points is too many points. So uh, if you're going to bet that, probably take the Texans plus 17 because 17 points is just a lot. Or really just put the Bills on the money line maybe. I don't know. That's what I think. Maybe maybe the Bills on the money, uh, the money line on that one. 
Bills win that game. Detroit and Chicago, uh, Matt Nagy is the coach. I don't trust him at all. Give me the Detroit Lions plus three and the under. Give me the Lions to win outright at Soldier Field Sunday on Fox. Next game, Carolina and the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to pick the Cowboys because Christian McCaffrey's hurt. Uh, J.C. Horn, I don't like this. I don't like the Carolina Panthers secondary too much because I personally I don't know who's there other than J.C. Horn. Sorry, I haven't watched them enough to know that. My apologies. But, uh, yeah, J.C.'s out for a long time with that foot problem. Not sure who's going to cover Amari. Not sure who's going to cover C.D. or Cedric Wilson or the tight ends. Um, maybe they can stop the run a little bit. Uh but I think Dak and the Cowboys will be too much, and really that defense has been very impressive in my opinion. So give me the Cowboys by seven. They cover and beat Carolina 27-20. to Next game on the list, Indianapolis. And Indianapolis and Miami, I, I have no idea. I mean, seriously, I, I, I don't have a clue. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this game. Uh, flip a coin. I flipped a coin. Do I trust Carson Wentz? No. Do I trust Brissett? No. Uh, get, get, oh, Lord. Get, man. It, oh, sheesh. This is, damn it. This is harder than I thought. Uh, oh, damn. Get, oh, man. I'll come back to that. I don't know the answer to that right now. Uh, uh, Titans and the Jets is next up on this list. Give me the Titans to cover. Uh, Titans win by 10 to 14. I got the, the Jets are just not very good. Uh, no, no on the Jets. Titans cover. Uh, already talked about that. Let's see. The Giants and the Saints. We haven't talked about that game because, quite frankly, uh, there's nothing to talk about personally. Um, Give me the Saints because the Saints can still play defense. If they do, even if you don't trust Jameis Winston, even if Alvin Kamara hasn't gotten off off you know off to the best start in the world after getting that new contract, the Saints can still play defense, and the Giants still can't block anybody, and they still can't run. So, with that being said, the Saints cover. Give me New Orleans minus the seven. Um, Kansas City and Philadelphia play Sunday. Lock and load, give me the Kansas City Chiefs, one of my two, uh, what, what are my two best bets of the week? Give me the Chiefs minus seven at Philadelphia. I still don't trust the defense. I still, but but the Eagles, the Eagles team is a lot worse than the Chiefs defense. Give me the Chiefs to cover in uh, Philadelphia uh, by, by a sizable amount. Chiefs cover the spread Sunday on CBS. Cleveland and Minnesota didn't pick that game. Cleveland's getting two points. Cleveland, sorry, is laying two points. Uh, Sunday in Minnesota. I think this game will be close. Cleveland covers. They win probably with the last second drive, last-minute drive against the Vikings. I'll take the two points, lay it with the Browns, and they go to 3-1 and one on the season. Uh, what else did I not pick? And I didn't pick the Colts and the Dolphins. I'm going to come back to that. I will pick the, uh, 
I'll pick the Dolphins, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I really don't know. I'll pick, I'll pick the Dolphins, maybe. Um, that, that game, I'm just going to get wrong either way. All right, the late games. I got four late games. I think I got all the 1 o'clock games, right? Pick the Houston Buffalo. Yep, I picked all the early games. Let's get to the late games. Cardinals, Rams, and SoFi. Rams, lay it. Four and a half. Don't trust Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury in this spot. Give me the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. These two hate each other's guts. I love it. Um, I got big questions with the Seattle defense. Uh, the 49ers have no running backs. And they still have Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. But the Seattle defense is really, really bad. Um, so... I'll pick the 49ers and lay it. Uh, they might win. They, they, this game's going to be close because it always is. I, I'll lay the three with San Fran. They get they get a big win in the division and keep pace with the with the Los Angeles Rams. Denver and uh, Baltimore. Give me the Ravens minus one. They win by three and the under. It will be. Uh, it, it, it will be a close game. It'll come down to the final possession or two. I will pick Justin Tucker and John Harbaugh if I foresee that. I think the game goes under the total somewhere along the score of 23-20. to 20. Give me the Ravens in the last minute, on a last-minute drive by Lamar and Justin Tucker booming one in the altitude for the win against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Baltimore gets it done. Pittsburgh and Green Bay. I got the I got the Green Bay Packers lay it uh, because the Steelers can't score. The Steelers can't score enough to cover. Period. They just, they just can't. They can't run block. They can't pass block. At Big Ben, he's getting hit way too much, and uh, he's getting hit way too much because the offensive line can't protect him and he can't move anywhere. Packers win this game uh, probably easily, actually. So I, I, I'll pick uh, Green Bay minus six and a half. To get the job done, uh, that takes me to Sunday Night Football on NBC. Uh, the Bucks, the by Bucks money line, lay it, best bet, lock and load. Uh, second best bet today, lock and load the Bucks money line, and that's just the way it is. Uh, I I don't want the points. I don't care about the total. Bucks money line, that's it. Monday night, uh, Raiders, Chargers. Um, this game's go going over the total. Uh, the, the the fact that the Chargers don't have a home field advantage is very very troubling for me. Um, they are a very they are a solid team. The Raiders are really good, and the seemingly put the only games the Raiders tend to play if they're not against the Pittsburgh Steelers are close games. This will be no different. They're already they they already won two of them, um, and uh, since they've already won two of them, why not make it a third? Give me the Raiders plus the three and the over Monday night in Southern California. The Raiders go to four and zero oh on the season. All right, those are my week four picks. Uh, the whole full slate of games. Uh, if you missed it, the best bet of the week are the two best bets: Kansas City minus seven at Philadelphia, despite the. Despite the very questionable defense, 
Uh, I might bet them on the money lines. All they have to do is win. Uh, Kansas City money line for me, and uh, Bucks money line. Those are my two best bets of the week. I, I, I just don't see that. And and maybe uh, Chargers Raiders over the total. Um, maybe I'll just have those three bets on a separate ticket, um, different from some of the games that I might want. So uh, those three uh, bets are going to be separate: Kansas City Bucks money line parlayed with the uh, Chargers Raiders over. All right, before we go, before I go, sorry. Tonight, Maryland is playing a very big game, one of the biggest games of uh, uh, this. This team has played in a very long time. Uh, five Iowas coming to town at Maryland, 8 o'clock Eastern time on FS1. Okay, Maryland's getting three and a half at home. Look, if it's time for Mar- if it's time for Maryland to show that they are for real, today would be a great day to do so. I, I just think for me, it- it's hard to – it's hard for me to – foresee Maryland winning I don't think I'm going to bet this game because I really just want to watch as a fan and listen as a fan I would love to see Maryland pull it off do I think they're going to keep it close yes I do but they got to clean up the penalties they got to clean up third down they really really do they got to clean it up I love Talia I like our defense because our defense will get after your butt they'll get after you they'll knock your head off Okay, they're going to have to do that. But offensively, they're going to have to run the ball. Iowa's got one of the best defenses in the league. They're going to have to run the ball. Uh, They're going to have to take pressure off to Leah to make sure they just can't pin their ears back. I'm scared to say Maryland wins the game outright. I, I don't think they will. I think they do keep it close for a long time, but... I, I think Iowa is just a little bit better than us. Uh, so I think they'll win by like – you know what? Actually, no, they'll win by a field goal. That means Maryland covers. I think this game is close the entire game. Uh, Maryland – if Maryland keeps it close, they'll have a chance to win. I, that's, that's what I think. If they get blown out, um, they're not ready for prime time just yet. So if Maryland keeps it close, I think they win. I really do. Uh, for all the people that I talk to, they, they, they believe the same thing, and they really think this Maryland team really has a chance to do something, and I really hope they're right because that would be a very, very impressive win for the Maryland Terrapins organization. All right, guys, I think that's it for me. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, uh, the Major League Baseball season has three more games left. Uh, four, four teams for two spots at the American League and the National League teams have been set. Uh, we just need to see uh, whether we're going to have a Dodgers, we're going to have a Dodgers Cardinals wild card game, or if we're going to have a Giants Cardinals wild card game. That's all we need to figure out in the National League. In the American League, we got two spots. We we got two spots for uh four different teams. You got Boston, Seattle, Toronto. And the New York Yankees find it out for two spots. I think the Yankees get in the playoffs. So uh, we're just trying to see the three other teams, either Boston, Seattle, or Toronto. I have uh, chosen to adopt the Seattle Mariners. I want them to make the playoffs. Those fans deserve it. 
They, they are loyal as hell to that team. They deserve to be in the playoffs and face the New York Yankees. And that's my pick. I think that's what will happen. Seattle does make the playoffs. So that that's that's my pick. Yankees and Seattle wildcard game. And I think the Giants hold hold off because the Dodgers are playing the Brewers and the Padres have fallen apart. So I think we're going to have a Dodgers-Cardinals National League wildcard game Wednesday night. So stay tuned for that show uh, when, we, when I get the official uh, schedule. We'll have a show. We'll talk about the wild card game, and we'll talk about uh, we will talk about uh, the rest of the MLB playoffs. Um, also, if you weren't here to start the show, um, so life has been very hectic for me. Uh, make a long story short, the the show is going to be solo uh, for now. Uh, depending on how good the slate is, I'll go through a sizable amount of one o'clock games and a sizable amount of four o'clock games, but it just it's just a matter of how interesting the slate is to me. I really went through a lot of that slate because um, for one reason or another, some of these games have had some interest to me. Uh, that might that that will not be every single show. But fear not, there will be contributors to this show. Uh, the four panelists, mom, my mom, and my two uncles, will be on the show at some point once I figure out my um, once I figure out my work schedule and things of that nature. But uh, we are steamrolling toward episode 100 of the Always 100 podcast. And uh, next week, after next week, we'll be at episode 87, 87 or 88, depending if I do one or two football uh baseball podcast uh will be at episode 87 or 88 by the time this next week is done thank you guys very much for listening to the always 100 podcast like subscribe and uh like subscribe rate the show on apple podcast spotify google podcast or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free thank you very very much for joining me on this journey the show will be up soon Enjoy the weekend and go Tom Brady because he is going to come to Foxborough, get a hero's welcome, and beat the brakes off the New England Patriots. I can't wait to watch, and I hope you do too. Peace, and have a great rest of your weekend, and stay safe. Till next week.